The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hello, Freckled Foodie fam. Welcome back to another solo episode. This one is a topic that a lot of people have requested just to cover. I get a lot of questions on it. I have a decent amount of thoughts on it. I think it's an ever-changing conversation. And really, I think it's such a new topic as we're the first generation to kind of navigate it that I do think it's going to continue to be more and more of something that is discussed. For this one, I'm sharing a lot of my experience and my thoughts, but I also asked you guys if you had interest or opinions or thoughts to fill out a Google form. So many of you did, which I'm so grateful for. So we're going to go through that as well as your concerns and how you go about the situation, and then any questions you have for me. I want to be very clear, very, 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 very clear from the get-go. I am not saying what I do is the right way to do things. I don't know what the actual correct right way to do things is. I don't know if there's one delegated way to do things that is right for everyone. Similar to all aspects of parenting, I think it's very specific on the family. So many circumstances come into play, so many thoughts, so many opinions. And so I just want to make it very clear that I'm not coming on here on like some high horse of this is how I do it and this is how everyone should do it at all. It's simply this is why I'm doing it the way that I am. And this is the thought process that went into it. You can do it however you want to. You can handle the situation however you feel fit and feel comfortable and feel the most confident doing because you are the parent of your children. So I want to make that very clear from the get-go. Let's dive into the hot topic of sharing your children on social media. Come on in, take a seat. To kick things off, I'm going to share like what went into our decision to go about it the way that I do. And I also want to clarify that this would probably be less of a conversation in our marriage, but also less of a concern. And I would probably handle it differently if I weren't a public influencer. I'm not saying I'm some like fucking crazy celebrity who like everyone knows and I need security for my family and children. I'm well aware that I'm not. That being said, I can't ignore the fact that I somehow have like a combined 200,000 person following across my platforms. It's crazy to me to really think about that. Like it's utterly shocking and insane and I can't even believe it. So Before I was ever even pregnant, I always had this like weird feeling myself. I'm not saying I had a weird feeling about the creator, but an icky feeling myself when I knew so much about people's kids that I didn't actually know. Like I didn't like that I would know the people's kids' names and their ages and what they looked like. And there have been many times where I was like walking around New York and I see kids in a stroller or in a park. And I'm like, oh my God, I know that kid. How do I know that kid? What the hell? And then I realize it's an influencer's child who I've never met, 
the kid and or the influencer in most cases. And I just feel icky inside myself. I'm like, I hate that I know that I feel so creepy, even though it's not my fault. I'm just a consumer of content that they're putting out there. I'm not blaming them. I, I don't think there's anyone to blame. It's just it made me feel weird inside. And that's what started my thoughts on like, I don't know if I really want to share my future children on my account. And then I would say like over the past two and a half, three years, there started to be more of a conversation on this topic. And I said this in the intro, but I think that this is something very new that we are navigating because we are the first generation to be parents with social media. So not only are we not entirely sure what to do, but we also don't have the evidence of its impact necessarily. Like, yes, we have some small cases where you can point to, but we don't have a generation that has grown up as children being shared on the internet that is now an age with like an emotional intelligence to discuss how that potentially impacted them. I think we're starting to see it like very early on. These kids that were like the first people being shared are hitting an age where maybe they're talking about it. So we're on the precipice of hearing more. That's why I think this is going to continue to be a huge conversation over the next 10 to 20 years because these kids are going to get older and be able to reflect on what that was like for them and what this experience feels like. And that will be potential, not evidence, but something for us as parents to turn to of like, oh, okay, maybe it didn't impact them or wow, that really fucked them up. And I don't want to do that for my child. So that's why I think this conversation is so big right now. I also think that we've started to see a few weird things happening specifically on TikTok that have made people's like hackles go up. I don't know why I just referred to that like dog terminology, but you know what I mean? Where it's just all of a sudden like, "Mm, I really don't fucking like that. And I'm going to get into it. For me, when I first started my platform, I had a very small following. Obviously, everyone starts from zero. And I felt like I could just share everything because it felt very safe. It was like this protected bubble that I had created. And so I felt really safe sharing so much. Sometimes I really miss those days. I'm not going to lie. As I've grown, I've noticed that it's not always safe. And I don't mean this in like a fear-mongering way. It's just the reality of the internet. As I've grown, I've started to reassess boundaries around certain topics and certain aspects of my life and really try to like, I think it's from a matter of protection. It's the same way I felt when, for instance, during quarantine, I was sharing a lot of content of my mom. If you had been following me on Instagram for a long time, you already knew who my mom was. You already knew her like, antics and divaness and you knew all these things because I had shared her in the like small community we had. When I started sharing her on TikTok and some of those videos went viral, I then started to feel like protective of her because then people started to ask questions. They started like wanting to know details about my mom that I don't know why they would ever want to know these details. And and there was certain hate and there was just a lot that for me was like, wait a second, I don't, I want to protect the people who I love the most, and not everyone signed up for this. And I think that it's really confusing sometimes for consumers to remember that the person whose account it is is publicly deciding to share certain information, fine. But that does not mean that everyone in their life wants to also be shared. And this is something I'm constantly navigating with my family, with my friends, always asking what people are comfortable with. And 
because I want to try to protect things, my son is the number one thing I want to protect. And simultaneously, you can't ask him. He's a freaking one and a half year old. Like, I can't ask him if he wants to be on the internet. And I think that that is a huge part of this discussion that people have a lot of opinions on is the concept of consent. Because at that age, he cannot consent to whatever I'm posting. It's not possible. There will be a certain age where he can. I don't know if it's an informed decision at some age. At some age, it would be. And the only thing I will say about the consent thing is I totally get the conversation and the argument. That's not the main factor personally of why I don't share him that might surprise people. I think the consent conversation can get a little confusing because then there is this slippery slope of people like getting into, well, what do they have consent really over anything? They don't have, like at what age, if you're even thinking about medical stuff, like all of these things, I think that can get a little iffy because at some point you have to acknowledge that like the parent is there to take care of them. And so in my opinion, I do find the best way to care in this instance is less is better personally. The other thing I've realized as I've grown, as I mentioned, is that they're fucking scary people in this world. And look, not everyone's going to like me. I've come to terms with that. I get some really disgusting messages. I read some horrific things that people think about me. But I would never want to be in a place where I am putting my child in a space where that could happen to them. And I know you think that that sounds so extreme, like, oh my God, who's going to do that? It's happened already, you guys. So for me, I'm just like, I don't know. No, I don't want, I don't want that. I don't even want to create that opportunity because also like I am naturally a confrontational person. I naturally enjoy conflict. I don't know what that says about me, but like, if you want to go, I'm ready to fucking rumble. And that's something I'm personally working on. And I've, that's why I've stopped engaging with people. But if someone fucking came for my kid, like I would not be able to hold myself back. I would not be able to control myself. And I don't want to put myself in that position either because it could get very ugly. And that's another reason why I just want to protect his privacy. Another thing is, quite honestly, I love that like that aspect of my life, him, is just for us. I have a very confusing blurred line of work and life. It's really fucking confusing to me. And for me to be able to just set that boundary of like, no, he's ours and he's just for us and for the people who know him and for the people that are in his life, it gives me this weird sense of comfort. And look, it's really hard not to share your child. And I have a really good friend who also does not share her child and We've talked about this when they were first born. We were like, it's so fucking hard. Like, I just want to share this cuteness with the world. And so in the beginning, sometimes I did. What happened, and a lot of people ask about this, so here's context, was there was one photo specifically of the two of us on the beach. He was, I guess, probably three months old at this point because it was in August. And it was a really cute picture. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to share it. A month later... I got tagged in this photo and a prominent daycare center in Manhattan that is like 
trying to grow and they're kind of a daycare that has like a social presence and they're like attractive to millennial parents, to be honest. It feels like the millennial version rebrand of a daycare. I have never had a conversation with them. Liam does not go to this daycare. I have no relationship with them. Not that that would make it any better. I'd probably be more mad if he was in the daycare, but whatever. It just freaks me out. They just straight up shared the photo on their public ass page on their feed being like, summer is almost over, time for fall, like school's in session. I don't even remember what it said. I got tagged and immediately I was like, what the mother fuck? And that was when I realized I felt I had no control over the situation because anything you put out on the internet, and I've learned this the hard way across a multitude of reasons, is fair play for others to do what they want with, quite honestly. Your words can be completely misinterpreted. Your image can be used on things that you're not agreeing on. I've had fake accounts created with all of my images. I've had people using my image to pretend that they were me. Like, it's all up for grabs, unfortunately. And they took this photo, shared it on their public profile, and I felt so violated. That's the only word to describe it. And I sent them a message immediately and was like, please take this photo down this instant. You, A, never asked. That is so fucking wrong. B, if you look at my account, you realize I don't even share him often. This was a random picture once in like the five times I have shared his face. And I feel so violated that you like chose to take it and use it for your own purpose, all this stuff. They took it down, whatever. And that felt like I had no control. That was the moment where I was like, I absolutely hate this. And quite honestly, I went back and archived almost every photo I had ever shared of him. So that's one of the main reasons that really like created that shift. The other thing is that I will literally get messages of people who are mad that I do not share my child. Let that sink in. Strangers who I do not know message me pissed off that they don't get to see my kid's face. Why the fuck do you care? And that is also what just creeps me out. Why do you want to see my kid? You don't know me. You don't know him. Like if I'm deciding not to share him, why are you mad at me that you don't get to see him? And a lot of people have messaged me. I feel like you're sharing him less and less. And I am. And that's on purpose. And a lot of this is all the reason why. The last thing, which we'll get into because a lot of you messaged about this, and this is a horrific reality that many people might not even be aware of, is that there are some real perverts on the internet that can take images and doctor them up. And I get a lot of questions over why sometimes I'll share a photo with an emoji over his face. And Some people will say, I don't understand why anyone does that. Part of the reason people do that, or I can say for myself, is or why I don't share his face is that people can take that image and doctor it into whatever they want. And it can end up on some weird fucking websites. And I know that some people might find that extreme. I get it. I've gotten messages saying you feel too extreme on this topic. I really don't care because as a parent, you get to decide how to protect your child. And if that's something that I'm choosing to do to just add in an extra layer of protection, why wouldn't I? Would I be doing all of this if I was a normal non-influencer with a small private following? Probably not. But I just hope that you all can understand and respect the fact that I'm coming at it from a very different perspective, given that I've 
over time created this public persona. So I want to get into what all of you guys said. About 600 of you filled out this form, which is so kind. Thank you so much for taking the time. And I asked first off, are you an influencer or a non-influencer? 97% of you are non-influencers. So I want to just make that very clear. Almost all of this data is from not, I guess the term is just normal people. 44% of you said that you do share your children, but you are private. 23% said that you share and are private, but you share sparingly. 7% said that you share and you are public. And then I honestly was pretty surprised, I'm not going to lie, that it was this high. 26% of you said that even though you're private, you do not share. And obviously, I respect your decision. I'm in this similar boat minus the private aspect, but I was just kind of surprised that it was that high. And I think that goes to show that this is a topic that is becoming a much larger discussion. I also asked if you had a conversation about this with your partner. 70% of you said that you had a conversation about this. So clearly, it's something that people are starting to think about. I think if you had asked that five years ago, I don't know if that would have been the case. Many of you asked about my discussion I had with Joe on this. Joe is way more of a private person than I am. He is not on social media. He's never had Instagram. He's never had TikTok. And I don't think he ever plans to. And I think if I had been very much like, I want to share every aspect of our family, I want to create a family YouTube channel. I mean, that would just never happen. But he would definitely have a strong opinion and that would be a whole discussion for us and we'd have to figure it out. He actually didn't even bring it up, I think, because he knew where I stood on this. But I said, I just want to clarify, like in case you have any concerns, I plan originally on like sparingly sharing him and making sure he's not the face of my platform and all this stuff. And he was like, I totally agree. I respect that. That's what I want. We're on the same page. As I've decided to choose less, he obviously also respects and appreciates that. So that was kind of our discussion. I asked you all what your main concerns are over sharing your children. A lot of you said that you don't have concerns because you are private and you feel in control, which I totally understand. You said that if you had a bigger following that you would feel differently, but before you had a kid, you actively went through a lot of your followers to make sure that you were coming out like, I definitely know this person or I'm in still contact with them. Great. I fully support that. I totally understand. I too would probably be the same. There is still a sense where, and this is maybe the plus of social media or maybe the weirdness of it. Even on my personal account, I'll go on there to look at people in my life that aren't influencers because that's where I consume my content of like friends and family. I still kind of feel like if I know so much about someone's life and their children who I haven't talked to in years, maybe we went to high school together or like met once, I still personally feel kind of weird about that where I'm just like, I don't know if I should know all of this. And what I have taken from this experience is very interesting and something I was not mentally like planning or prepared for is that when I see people who I know, but I'm not like very close with. So for instance, at these bachelorette parties I go to, (laughs) I act like I do that every week, but I've had a lot this summer and this is just where it happens the most or weddings. Obviously my closest friends are getting photos of him a lot. I'm texting them pictures. I'm texting them videos. They're in his life. They see him regularly. But these people who are like a high school friend of my college friend, aren't seeing him because I'm not sharing him on social and we're not on a texting basis. And when I'm talking to them and we're catching up, 
They're like, how's your son? How is he? I love that I get to actually experience in real time the personal connection of being like, oh, let me show you a photo. Like, this is him. It's not like I'm hoarding him from the rest of the world and like refusing to share him with anyone. It's just I want to be in control of that situation and share him with people who I know and I trust. And being able to do that and experience that with someone in person and they're like, oh my God, he's so delicious. I'm like, I know, I just want to eat his cheeks. Like, It's a really wonderful experience that I never thought about versus seeing someone who I haven't seen so long and then being like, oh my God, your kid is so cute. I know blah, 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 blah about him. And me just kind of being like, okay, I don't know. That's something that I never thought would matter to me. And I've actually enjoyed that upside of it. People said that you do have concerns if you are public because you have no idea who is looking, what they're doing with it and what their motive is. And you feel like you don't have control over that, which I 100 percent agree. And a ton of you said that you just really have fear of pictures ending up in the wrong place. Absolutely. Many of you questioned how it will impact them in the future. Will they have opinions on what was shared and wish that it wasn't shared? And this is still something I'm navigating of like how to share about parenting because motherhood is obviously a huge pillar of my business now. And It's what I've created this incredible community around. And it's a topic that I feel very passionately about and I want to talk about. But where is that line of sharing these struggles and or things I'm experiencing in a way that can be approachable and digestible and honest to other parents or non-parents who are interested in learning more while simultaneously respecting the privacy of my children? One of you said, as someone who is a non-mom and plans for eventually having children in the near future, I feel that sharing my kids on social media would be subjecting them to things that I would want to protect them from. We live in a society where there is unfortunately a lot of people who might take those pictures for their own use or exploit my kids in an inappropriate way without my consent. And this is really it for me. It's a matter of I just want to feel like I am protecting my child. And I get that some people think that's insane. I get that some people think that I'm not even doing that by the way that I'm doing it. And I get that some people really agree and respect and appreciate that because a lot of the messages say that they do. And some messages say that they don't. And that is fine. It's a matter of what you want to do for your children. I do feel inclined to bring up this topic that is very hot on TikTok right now. And you can follow Mom Uncharted, I think is the account. I'll tag it in the show notes. She talks all about this subject, about the subject of sharing your children online. But specifically, there is a creator. They have a very large following, I believe, a YouTube, but I know TikTok. And a lot of people have noticed and brought to attention, and then we're making videos about it, and there was this whole movement that the videos when the daughter is in more adult-like clothing, such as a crop top or a bikini or doing adult-like things like playing with a tampon, the amount of saves on that video skyrocket. And we're talking 400,000 plus saves. 400,000. What in your right mind would you be needing to save this video for? Like, I'm sorry. I I cannot put myself in a world where I believe that all 400 plus thousand people have good intentions of saving that video. There are also, I mean, the proof is in the pudding. There are so many predatory comments on this person's page. Foul, disgusting, horrific, make my skin crawl. As a mom, 
that is where I'm like, absolutely not. And that is the one instance where I'm just, I, I, I just don't know why this behavior is being done. So I asked you guys also, how do you feel about influencers sharing your kids Maj- or sharing their kids? Majority of you said it's an individual decision. They can do what they want to do. I'm going to do what I want to do. They are the parent. Totally agree. One of you said, I love to follow along, especially when you follow people with kids of similar ages. It gives ideas for activities or if they're a little older. I love, especially when my son was a baby, being like, oh my God, in a month, he might be able to do that. And I'm with you 100%. And this is honestly something else I'm trying to navigate of how do I share what we're kind of doing, what's fun for us, what activities are we doing, clothing links, those things without sharing him. Because realistically, whether you're people like it or not, or agree with it or not. I am an influencer in the sense of I'm trying to share recommendations. Many of you said that you feel children can be used as props. And this is an interesting one. I totally agree. And sometimes I even feel like if I have too many photos of me holding Liam on my feet, I'm like, that's it feels too much to me. With the caveat being, he is in my arms 99% of the time. I wish that I was doing more like personal, legit photo shoots so that I had content to share without him. But the reality is a lot of my content is just kind of like fly by the seam of my pants, sharing whatever is happening. Joe's snapped a picture or Lucy snapped a picture or I've taken a selfie. And most of those times I am with Liam. Why do I feel comfortable sharing him in my arms when his face isn't facing the camera? I don't know. For me, it feels different. And that's really the only thing. I feel like there is a difference I feel like there's an added layer of just protection, not in a way that I'm like, oh, someone's going to kidnap my kid, but just like using the image or knowing all of these details about my life and really just keeping him for us, like selfishly wanting him to just be ours. Another one of you said, it's a really tough question because there are so many different ways influencers go about this. I personally find it disgusting when it feels apparent that parents are exploiting their children for fame, money, views. I do enjoy some of the mom TikTok content like a day in my life stuff, but lately I find that I prefer or try to consume the content where they aren't really sharing their kid, but more their day. Absolutely. This is also what I'm trying to integrate into like the parenthood mothering section of my content where I can share what I'm doing, how it's impacting me, what I'm enjoying, all of these things without necessarily being like, here is my child. And look, I hate to say this, but it's like the sad reality. And I'm not making a blanket statement about everyone at all. But sometimes are kids used for views, likes, and follows? Yes. You cannot deny it. I'm sorry. I know right now if I posted a photo of Liam on my feed it would get three to four times the amount of likes that my typical content gets without fail. I know that 110%. There is zero question. Because of that, it's another reason I take my heels in and be like, I don't want to do that because I feel exploitative. I don't know if that's a word. There is no denying that this type of content actually gets more views, comments, and likes and performs better. There is no denying it. And it's a confusing conversation, especially as a content creator, because look, there is more opportunity with brands and growth and all of these things if you're including your children. Do I think that's right or wrong? I don't necessarily know. But from a brand perspective, and this is something I'm currently navigating and I'll share a story, but figuring out, okay, how do I create content for a brand that we use daily, that I love, that I want to work with? without using him in the content. 
it's hard. I'm not going to lie. It's confusing. And it would be easier to just throw him in there and not that it's a prop. I mean, it, it kind of is, but it would be easier. But I also don't want to. And I've caught myself. There was an instant recently where I was just showing the clothes on him without his face or anything. And I was getting so frustrated because he was trying to get to his bottle. He was tired. He was like, what the fuck are we doing? Also, it's honestly harder to not have him look at the camera because he sees the camera. He sees himself and me. He wants to look at the phone because he's like, what's going on? And I'm like, no, turn your head. And I caught myself getting so frustrated. And I was like, how the fuck did people even do this? Like, I'm not saying whether it's right or wrong or anything. I just, it's so difficult. And I hate that I am getting worked up at my child for not performing the way I want him to for a goddamn Instagram story. Like, what am I doing here? And at one point I noticed like we were, I was refilming something for like the 10th time. I was getting so short tempered and I smelled that he had gone to the bathroom. And I was like, for a split second, my brain went to, can I just film this one more time and then I'll change his diaper? And then I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, Cameron? This is not who you are. Absolutely not. We're not having your kid like sit in a freaking poop filled diaper so that you can film another Instagram story. And that's where I was like, this kid is a prop. And I immediately texted my management company and was like, we, I want to have a sit down conversation and reassess a lot in terms of how we're having these conversations with brands we're working with. And it's something I'm navigating. It's something I'm working on. What I will say is that I do think that there are some like actual celebrities who are doing a really good job at this. And two, that I can include like Kristen Bell and Zach Shepard. And I don't think they've ever shown their kids and they actually like really spearheaded this entire campaign of like paparazzi not being able to release photos of children, which should have never even been a discussion, but I'm happy that they did that. And also Ashley Graham, she similarly just does not share the face of her children and they're not like the front focus piece of her content. Now to a few of your questions. Is there an app where you feel more inclined to share your child? So I would say the one I feel least inclined is TikTok because that can go from your followers to 3 million views. You don't have control over that if it's a public account. That is probably the number one I feel the least comfortable. Then I would say Instagram in feed. Then I would say stories. The one I actually do share him on is Be Real because I have my set to private and I only have like my actual closest friends or like it's just friends. Only people I know. It's not a public account. Do you get pushback on this? Yeah. I mean, I think 95% of the con, like the reaction I get in my messages, at least I can say, I don't know what people are thinking behind my back. I also don't like, it's none of my business, but 95% is supportive. And like, I respect that you're doing this. It's great way to go. But yeah, I do get some pushback, which makes me dig my heels in further. And I know my other friend feels the same way. And that just creeps me out, honestly. Some people have said that I'm really too extreme with it. I don't really, it's doesn't matter. It's my child. You also asked, do you feel uncomfortable when people say hi to you if you're with Liam? So I don't. This is where there's the differentiation, right? Because I'm in control of that situation. I'm there. We are in person. I'm with my child. If you're coming up to talk to me, it's like, oh my gosh, hi. I get to meet you. We get to chat. Liam happens to be there. He says hi. I'm fine with that. 
It's not like I want to like hide him in some bubble for the rest of his life. It's just more so that I have feel no control over the public aspect of the internet. So I've had many of times where I've met members of the Freckled Foodie family and I'm with Liam and he's like, hi, like looking up at them, reading his books, whatever. And I'm okay with that. Obviously, it would be different if people are like, Liam, oh my God, I can take a picture. That, that would freak me the fuck out, but I don't think that would ever happen. Another one of you asked, being an influencer and not sharing your child, how do you handle being friends with other influencers who have wildly different views? Is it awkward? Have you had conversations about that? And what is usually the other side? What I will say is that I definitely, I have some friends who completely are aligned with me on this topic. One of my closest friends and chooses not to share her child. I have some friends who find their own middle ground and share sparingly. And I also know people who share their children a lot. It all comes down to the fact that like they are the parents of that child. It's not really my decision to tell them how to parent on this. I wouldn't say it's awkward. What I will say is that I do think as parents, you tend to spend more time with people who are aligned in your method of parenting. That doesn't mean that you're never going to have friends who have different modalities or beliefs or styles. Of course, you're going to. But for the most part, you're more drawn to people who have similar beliefs and styles. I've been in instances where I might be with an influencer who shares their children and they take a photo and my son is there. And for the most part, 99% of the time, if they post it, they'll put an emoji over his face. And I really appreciate and respect that. There have been a few instances where that hasn't happened. And I just say like, hey, can you just next time, like, can you just cover him? I don't really want him like publicly shared because you have a public platform. Some of you asked, how do you handle sharing with family and how do you handle your family sharing him? I can totally get how social media would be a great place to share with your family. But what I will say is that like every single morning I share photos from the day prior to my group text with Joe's parents to my family group text and then every few days to like my cousin's group text and a group text I have of like all of my closest girlfriends. So I feel very comfortable doing that. Simultaneously, we all live very close to each other for the most part, and they are heavily involved in his life, which is a huge privilege and I'm so grateful for, but they see him very often. So it's not like they haven't seen him in months and they need this like constant fix. They're also getting to spend a lot of time with him. When it comes to family sharing him, it's not like anyone's plastering him all over their page. And also, it's not like any of my family members are also influencers with these large public followings. But again, it's really up to you and what you feel confident in and what your boundaries are. And the bottom line is that whatever you are setting as a boundary as the parent should be respected. A few of you said, like, I don't know how to communicate this with my in-laws or my grandparents or whatever. Like, it's your boundary. They are meant to respect it. That is your child. And I think you just have to be very clear with that and tell them why you have that boundary and why you've decided to do that. This episode, I hope, was informative, helpful, provided some insight into the decision I've made. Again, I don't fucking know what the right decision is. I don't think anyone does. It's an ever-evolving and ongoing conversation. Things will change in a multitude of ways, I'm sure, even just for me and my platform. So I ask that we all respect each other on this topic and understand that people are going to have different opinions and that's okay. The only thing that matters is your own opinion for the way that you specifically are parenting.
and that's all you can control. So thank you guys so much for listening. If it resonated with you, please send me a message. Let me know what you enjoyed at Cameron Oaks Rogers or at FF and Friends Pod on Instagram. Thank you all so much for listening to today's episode of Freckled Foodie and Friends. I have so much fun recording the show. It is my favorite part of my job and truly is what lights me up. Your feedback and response to every episode is what keeps me going. And if this episode resonated with you, please feel free to DM me over on Instagram or share on your stories. If you are looking for a way to support the show, please rate and or review on whatever platform you use to listen to your podcast. It means the world to me and it really helps the show grow. Please also make sure to hit subscribe so that you are up to date with new episodes coming at you every Wednesday morning. And of course, please be sure to follow me on Instagram and TikTok at at Cameron Oaks Rogers. I love you and I appreciate your support so much.